Hey, Daver here. Welcome to the show. Hey, hey, this guy's Chad. And Chandler's back as well. How we doing, Dave? Dude, I am pumped. Uh, I'm going to go ahead and pretend like the last, I don't know, four or five minutes of Dynamite didn't happen. Ooh. Uh, and I'm going to freeze in time the moment of my uh champion sting relishing in the moment right before his sons got in the ring and then uh the show ended i think yeah <laughs> didn't I, get any overrun huh <laughs> i thought it was funny we'll, we'll talk about it when we get there but whenever they were showing those guys i guess i missed that those were sting's sons so i was like why are they showing these guys they're like two random but i like I thought they were like henchmen of the Young Bucks for a second. I was like, are these like bodyguards or something? And then like Sting won, and it's his last title that he'll win in his career, and it's a wonderful moment. And they're like, good for you, Dad. Yeah. Like, I don't know. If that were my dad, I'd be like, oh, let's go. But they're like, yeah. Nah. So, I don't know. It was just it was weird. Um, Dude, they sure knew how to sell, huh? Yeah. Uh, yeah. At uh, least they kept their shirts on. Yeah. <laughs> I uh, from from what I remember, either one of or both of them were like pretty uh, talented college football players. Uh, from what I remember, uh, the the like b- shorter one looked like pretty beefy, kind of like he looked like he had some some uh, size to him. Mm-hmm. But uh, yeah, uh, fun. Uh, Fun match, uh, of course. Uh, we'll get into the uh, uh, shenanigans that happened after that. But uh, we also got uh, Tony Khan's uh, not big, huge announcement, right? Gigantic. <laughs> they they use uh, any word they can. Ginormous. Uh, yes. <laughs> Extravagant. Uh, I think we're getting the uh, CM Punk first dance treatment for Mercedes uh big business uh in boston unfortunately i'm sure tony was pretty angry uh it leaked like three four hours before (laughs) dynamite went on the air Uh, i'm sure that wasn't supposed to happen but uh yeah we're getting that uh special edition of dynamite uh don't know why they're naming it that uh well they have no idea they're hoping to do big business, so they're gonna advertise it and make a lot of money. Yeah, and the guys, uh, the, uh, the graphics department uh, misspelled Boston as well. They, they could take it to the bank because they make so much Monet. They could buy a Mercedes. Sasha Banks, do you get it? Oh, okay, okay. Uh, yeah, not only, not only did they put an extra s in there they were dollar signs yeah that's how he spell tony con ah tony's washed he doesn't know what he's doing this is over let's talk about wwe yeah <laughs> yeah okay so I'll, genuinely i did watch the wrestlemania press kicker that happened at this point three and a half hours ago or so a lot of it was kind of nothing so you start off with your panel michael cole cm punk biggie and uh pat mcafee it was really good to see biggie and the only thing that was kind of important there is they mentioned the cody crybaby which if you don't know pat mcafee at the rock on his podcast and they were talking about the whole 
passion for Cody is what they've been calling it, which is just mean they're booing the rock. And he just is like, there's these Cody crybabies who are booing. So any Cody crybabies, put your hand up, please. Cause right here. Um, anyway, so that's kind of the only important thing all around. Uh, <laughs> so the first person that came out was Bianca Belair. And she was like, well, WrestleMania means a lot for me. They mentioned Saucer Banks. So, ooh. And then they went, oh, I'm not a, holding any titles, but I'm going to be in a qualifying match for the Elimination Chamber. That was it. And then Rhea Ripley came out. And she was like, I won the championship last year. I'm going to walk out of it with it again this year. And then Becky Lynch came out. And she was like, I'm going to the Elimination Chamber. I'm going to beat you at Mania. And I think she was like, uh, you're going to be a bottom after I'm done with you. So that was a pretty fun line from Becky Lynch to Rhea Ripley. And then the main event, because Rollins came out, and he was like, eh, <laughs> I want Cody Rhodes. And he's like, but I can't make that decision. So Cody Rhodes coming out. And that's when I was like, oh, Cody's going to come out, and they're going to announce the match. And then Roman Reigns came out, which was pretty interesting. And Roman was like, oh, you know what, Seth, you suck. Basically, you're a loser. I don't care about you. So what we're going to do... I'm going to pick my opponent for WrestleMania because I'm on top. And he was like, I picked The Rock. And then The Rock came out, and The Rock was so hammy. This genuinely felt like 2014 authority. Like, it felt like a sketch like that from Raw because he was like, now look, we're going to have the greatest WrestleMania main event of all time. Ooh, you don't want to see The Rock versus Roman Reigns at the biggest WrestleMania main event of all time. Ooh, and you can see on the side of the stage at this point, they have like Roman Reigns and The Rock. So it's like, ooh, they're going to do it. And then they're like, all right, we're going to do Roman Reigns and The Rock. And The Rock is like, I'm going to show you guys something really important that you'll like. And then there's a big ass tree on the like screen behind them. And it's the family tree. And he's like, that's why this is important. And it's like, it feels so healy. And then Cody Rhodes comes out. And he's like, no, 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 no. I'm not okay with this. You know what? I pick Roman. And then they're like, well, he's Royal Rumble winner. So what he says he does. So they changed The Rock to Cody. And basically, Cody looked at The Rock and Roman and said, both of your guys' grandfathers would be ashamed of you. And Rock basically said, you talk to, you talk about his family. You talk about my family. You talk about my family. You talk about his family. Now we got a problem. And it ends with uh, Rock smacking Cody Rhodes. And there's a lot of uh, swearing, like a lot of swearing. They uh, censor out like probably half of it. Damn. Yeah. So it, and like, um, I actually feel quite bad for Seth Rollins in all of this because when Roman and Rock were, or when Cody first comes out, Roman's like, uh uh-uh, uh, you go to the loser's table over there. So, Roman just kind of belittled Seth in his title, which is one thing when, like, we do it. Because we don't have that much sway in the wrestling world. Like, if we have an opinion about this title and Seth's reign, it's one thing. It's another thing when your biggest guy in the company does it. So, that was probably the one thing that I didn't like. Because I was like, why are we still trashing Seth, like, on air? That's not great. Um, And so, it ends with that. And then they go back to the panel of CM Punk, Biggie. Michael Cole and Pat McAfee, and this was my favorite part of the entire thing. They're like, what would you do, Mr. CM Punk, if your boss punched you? <laughs> and CM Punk is like, if my punch, if my boss punched me, I'd punch him right back in the face, bro. I don't care. I'd swing. So there's just like keep going back to that. Like, CM Punk, what would you do if your boss hit you? He's like, I'd punch him back. So I, I they just keep bringing it up. And like the last important thing is they um 
they go backstage and there's Triple H talking to, I want to say Jackie Redman, just one of their, like Renee Paquette, uh, Dasha, just one, Lexi Nair, sorry, backstage interviewer. And they're like, so what's going to happen with all this? What's going on? And you see Rock and Roman walk up behind them because it's very clear that they're together now. They're working together. And they basically say, Triple H, you need to fix this. So they're basically setting up Rock and Roman versus Cody and maybe Seth. So that's kind of everything that came out of that uh, press conference that I saw. I might have missed something, but that's where we're at. Okay. Uh yeah, uh, how'd we get there though? Like, was it from the backlash? Was it? There's no way they planned this. So, I don't know. I, and I kind of at the point where I don't really care anymore. But my speculation is, The Rock said the reason they didn't do it last year is because they wanted to do something never done before. And maybe this is that something that's never been done before. Let's just forget about Daniel Bryan for a second. This is that thing that has never been done before. They're going to have a board exec hold uh, the good guy down and the big tribal chief hold him down. He's got his big reign and it's going to be, this is going to be ultimate Cody adversity for the next couple months. I'm sure they'll have him wrestle some like Omos or Ron Breaker at Elimination Chamber for Cody to keep going. Like I'm sure they're going to give him some big time adversity in the next couple weeks and months, but I guess behind the scene, I don't really know. It's it's hard to tell. They did say, I think Triple H literally said sometimes people just go into business for themselves, which is kind of like they're kind of selling this like a shoot. So I, yeah. I like it. Maybe it is a shoot, brother. Are we working ourselves into a shoot? Are we shooting ourselves into a work? Dang. Uh, will Roman break that record? Hogan's record? I think I think if they're actually telling this story and you get to either Cody versus Roman or a triple threat, I think Cody beats him. I think I think they're gonna do it. There's no way they do the rematch and they rigmarole all those people. Like the end goal of this has to be Cody winning. So I would say right now, if the match is Cody Roman, no. He he loses it at Mania. But who knows? Man, will Cody be? He'll have it for four and a half years. Maybe, <laughs> maybe they're just like, oh, whatever, Cody, you can break Hogan's record. Then we'll be tired of him. I hope not. Like, I think people are tired of Roman because his matches have the same finish and he never is around. So if Cody's able to tell different match finishes, and maybe he changes his character sometime through or shows up more than once every four months, I'm sure I'd still be fine with Cody as champ. If Roman showed up more than once every four months, I'd still like him as champ. If his matches are different finishes, same thing. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, uh, yeah, we're going to have to let it play out. Yeah, brother. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, so they got a ton of eyes on the product now. It's probably going to be a fun pop in WrestleMania. Probably sold some extra seats, which, you know, that's what they need. Mm-hmm. Yeah, uh, it's intriguing. But you know what? It's not just about WWE, because I'll be honest, this was an excellent episode of Dynamite. 
maybe except for one of the better Continental Classics one, probably the best episode of Dynamite I've ever seen. That's fair. Best it was, of, uh, it was a bad 2024. Uh, easily. Easily. Yeah, it had yeah. for me, it had that must feel like must see, uh, must must watch. There we go. Words are hard, apparently. Uh feel like uh around the pandemic uh those shows had. Uh I don't know. I feel like the magic's kind of back and I hope they can keep that momentum because uh yeah, for me, front to back, it was a great show. Teetered a little during the Jericho match. We'll get but... to that. <laughs> I was telling Chad before we started, like, I typically always watch the Dynamite or the Collision the day after, and I'm pretty good about avoiding all spoilers, but I always get one thing spoiled for me. Just YouTube and social media, I always just get one thing spoiled. But I was thinking about it last night, and I was like, you know what? I don't want anything spoiled for me. I want to watch this, not live, because I was busy, but as soon as I got home from dinner, I turned this episode right on and i just watched it straight through and um if a certain match had a certain finish i would have stopped watching but we didn't have that so we're good (laughs) yeah uh clearly tony khan watches our podcast so does triple h uh, yeah yeah i mean clearly i mean who wouldn't um yeah We'll, we'll get to that match a little later on yeah um but uh, yeah, they're coming from Phoenix, Arizona at the uh, Footprint Center. Um, they started off hot right off the bat with uh, Hangman Page, Swerve 3, the rubber match. Uh, Swerve wanted no interference from Nana or the Mogul Embassy. Um, yeah, they started off really cautious. Uh thoughtful wrestling uh the crowd was clearly on swerve's <laughs> side uh kind of booing page more and more as the match went on uh swerve bit page's thumb at one point hangman page uh countered the uh arm breaker from swerve uh swerve backflipped on page from uh the ring to the outside uh, Swerve hit a house call to Page for a two count, and Hangman bite Swerve's head on top of the turnbuckle. Uh, Swerve lands um, and avoids a power bomb in the corner, but uh, kind of lands on his head a little bit. Uh, Swerve hit a buckshot lariat on Page, uh, then a Swerve stomp and a cover for a 2.99. I thought it was over uh, <laughs> at that point. Uh, Page ended up hitting a DDT uh, on the crowd barricade. Uh, kind of, I think they did that one time before, but Swerve. Swerve hit the uh, pile it. driver. Yeah, uh, so it was their he, death match. He learned. <laughs> um, yeah, love that. Uh, unfortunately, uh, the table fell when Paige, uh, laid on it, but we got a new table put up, uh, Hangman Paige hit a buckshot, uh, cover Swerve, but leg, uh, Swerve gets his leg on the rope, uh, Adam Paige hit the dead eye on the apron on Swerve, uh, Swerve got pretty banged up from that and barely beat the 10 count at nine after Nana cheered 
him on and danced to try to get him pumped up and uh, aware of what was going on. Um, Hangman ended up hitting Nana with a chair for his trouble. Uh, yeah, I wrote down, man, Hangman is uh, definitely working heel. <laughs> Some people um, said this was the double turn in this match where Swerve is now the face and Paige is the heel, which watching it, I didn't really catch that, but I definitely can see that. Like maybe it's just because that's kind of been the trajectory they've on they've been on for a couple months, but this is that like this is the match. This is when they've turned. Dude, imagine the threat of a heel ruthless hangman page like compared to the old millennial worried cowboy hangman page like dude oh, i love it I, man the magnum look TA out. looking outlaw cowboy well he Hell pulled yeah. it off especially at the end he seemed unhinged which is like i wouldn't want him unhinged for everything but just in that moment he played it so well which we're getting a little ahead of ourselves but yeah hangman adam page is a heel i'm i'm loving it yeah. yeah um let's see uh swerve hit a swerve stomp on hangman but his ankle buckled uh swerve goes for a jml driver but hangman snaps swerve's ankle uh swerve hit a dead eye to hangman through a table on the floor from the apron i like how swerve hit uh both of hangman's finishers uh swerve goes for a third stomp but misses hangman goes for a buckshot but swerve dodges and hit a jml driver on page but right at the third count the bell rang draw time expired oh my gosh dude uh at first the crowd was like Oh no, bullshit. But then like it sunk in, like, oh my gosh, that was perfectly timed, perfectly executed, a masterpiece. Uh absolutely incredible. Uh Swerve wants five more minutes. Page says no. Uh Tony Khan tells Tony Shivani that he has booked a three-way match for the AEW World Championship. Uh, Swerve, Hangman, and Samoa Joe. Yes. Uh, yeah, loving that. Uh, then we get Renee with uh, Joe uh, to see what he thinks about everything. Uh, she wants to know his reaction. Uh, he is pissed. He says, none of those men deserve to be in the ring with me. Uh, says the deck is stacked against him. Uh, Joe says, I am Samoa Joe, and I am the AEW World Champion. And despite your best efforts, no matter what you do, I walk out AEW World Champion. It's a shame that both of them will suffer because of it. Woo, okay. Yeah, this is... I love Joe as champion right now. Uh, I think it's perfect. Uh, I like... Uh, Obviously, I like the the chase of the belt more than the retention of the belt. You know what I mean? Uh, a lot more fun to follow. But uh, yeah, I like everything about it. I like the uh, uh, main event for Revolution. I think it'll be a freaking insane match. Uh, 
do you think uh, Joe? He's got to retain, right? I I can't decide because I want Swerve to win so much, and I think if he wins here, it'll be like so incredible. But also, if you hold it off for just one more pay per view, it might be even better. So I I can't decide and. When I was watching the Swerve and Hangman match, I was like, oh, God, Swerve has got to win this. Like, Swerve has got to win this triple threat. He is so good. And then Joe just cuts one 30-second promo, and I'm like, but I don't want him to lose yet. So I uh, I don't know. I, I really can't decide. I, when we get to our predictions, I know I can split it, but even then, who, would I, who do I put my two on? Who would I put my one on? I don't know. How about you, Chad? Oh, yeah. For me... Um... I th- I'd like to see uh, Paige and uh, Swerve just take each other apart in the in the triple threat, and uh, Joe to come out on top, and then they can tell the story of like they go to the back of the line and they got to climb their way up to the top, and maybe this time Swerve uh, or wins the one on one match and wins it on the next pay per view. That that'd be great. I think that'd be good storytelling. Joe gets a better reign. Because he's had what hook, and that's it, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's not a that's not a good reign. No, no, you need you need at least one more person. I would say one more match before Revolution, the Revolution match, and then one more one to two matches in between Revolution and Double or Nothing. Oh yeah, yep. Yeah, I'm not ready. It's not. T- I, I want Swerve to be champion more than anything, but I think it would hurt joe and if you waited till double or nothing i think it'll really really resonate (laughs) yeah i think um because this is probably samoa joe's only title only AEW title run so you'll want to get as long of it as you can but you don't want to sit around on swerve for too long so but this match oof what were you saying, Dave? Thankfully, it isn't like terribly long. Maybe they could uh, add one of their like another uh, uh, Wrestle Dream type, like insert something in between a new pay per view between right Double right. or Nothing and Revolution. I think the only problem with that is that would be right around April or so, and I think there's a like a Ring of Honor thing, like in april so i don't know if again i don't know if tony khan would have a problem mixing the two and having them overlap potentially i don't know if he cares but that would be the only hang up is i know there is like super card of honor i want to say yeah yeah okay but i'm not against it maybe uh or what about big business dynamite big business yeah samoa joe has a big title match yeah i think that would be oh wow yeah yeah they'll they'll get a million viewers if they book that and people think mercedes is debuting <laughs> they might get 1.2 is that is that more than the punk numbers uh i don't think they've ever broke 1.2 have they chad no I yeah i think that was I the biggest i don't think Monet's bigger than punk though unfortunately i think punk is I think she'll get a lot, but I don't think it'll be. I don't think it'll be punk numbers. Yeah. Punk, punk I mean, is punk is a like he had a 
seven year long hiatus from wrestling and made his grand return to the second biggest promotion. That's a bit more riding on like if Monet never went to Japan, that would probably be on the same level. If, If she hadn't gone to Japan and she had just been away for a bit, maybe just done other stuff outside of wrestling and then, Hey, I'm coming back big business. Then I would agree with you, but she's, I wouldn't say muddy the waters of it, but she's that's definitely not diluted it. Yeah. yeah. Also, uh, you know, Punk is a assassin on the microphone. Mercedes Monet, not as much, not so much. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, that was kind of a big draw. Like, oh my gosh, what is Punk gonna say? Like that. That was half of half of it. Like they wanted to see him on Rampage when he debuted. Like they didn't announce him clearly but people knew uh but they wanted to hear what he had to say people aren't really gonna want to hear too much about what she has to say you know not that she's terrible on the mic but well yeah again it's just like a whole different situation and she was definitely mistreated by wwe but that's a that was a different regime than what's going on now so i mean naomi's back and Naomi left for the same exact reasons. So, well, maybe she'll, again, I think this is one where I'm definitely a bit more soft and like, oh, I think she'll do good. She'll let it play out. But I'm not, like, excited or, like, stoked. But, you know, maybe this could be that big breath of fresh air for the women's division we've been talking about. No? Maybe she'll be the, which is funny to compare to this, maybe she'll be the Ronda Rousey for yeah. AEW. Yeah, I think they're poised to turn a corner on the women's division. I mean, just look at like Serena Deeb's back. She's looking amazing. Mariah May, Deanna Prazzo, Tony Storm, uh, Jamie Hayter's probably coming back soon, one would hope. Uh, I heard people were pitching like, get the belt on Sasha as fast as you can. Have Have Hayter come back and do it at Wembley. No, you gotta well, well yeah, the Mariah May beat Tony. <laughs> Come on, that's the story. You can't what are we what are we even talking about with this whole Cody Rhodes nonsense? You tell a story and then you go, ah, never mind, here's this bigger star. Well, and then the, uh, and then uh the zero hour, the rock comes in and steals the whole show. You uh, I think if you actually want to have development in the women's division you need to have mercedes monet go on like a feud or two like punk had his feud with mjf and kingston before he went for belts right yeah so give monet a good feud against brett baker or jamie hater diana perrazzo that one thunder rosa how about, how about the real story the woman who broke her neck yeah willow nightingale saraya page page broke Sasha. Oh, Sasha. Yeah, that's. Um. Yeah, yeah. I mean, there's a money on the table right there. Yeah. No, they they in real History. life they are good friends. Like they, uh, that was the first person the Saria texted when she uh, got the good news that she could come back to wrestling. Like she doesn't hold it against her at all. So mm-hmm. they can mine that for a pretty cool story. Yeah, yeah. So you have like a like a Saria match, a Britt Baker match. Uh, Thunder Rosa match, and then she goes, oh, 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 and maybe takes it off of Mariah May. And that could be at Wembley, depending on yeah, what Mariah's you... English, too. So that mm-hmm, play. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 
man, I'm look at us. We're talking about the future of the women's division right. and cool scenarios. Well, what? I'm excited for them. <laughs> like, hope next stop more than one segment on dynamite. Maybe I think I think this week gets a pass because it was a lot of well built stuff. Oh yeah. So this is a is a fine week, but we, we got to start doing better soon. Well, they had to cram a lot in after that thirty minute, thirty five minute plus match plus you yeah, know it's in my swerve hangman. The Tony Storm match is like forty five minutes into the episode. I was stunned. I was like, oh my gosh, and. I guess we never really, I never really talked about the match, but my gosh, it was amazing. I'll keep it short, but like, I remember just checking it like, oh, I wonder how long it's been. It's been like five minutes, right? It was 20 minutes into this stupid match. It was crazy. So, you know, a match is good when like time is just flying by. That's how it was with the, uh, the death match. Yeah. Cause I just, I missed Tony Storm, right? Yeah. No. Mm -hmm. And like, it was so engaging. Like, Going into this, I uh, like I was I was saying time limit draw, time limit draw. I lost track of time. I didn't even think that was a th- thing. Like they they like they suspended my disbelief to the point where the thing I was expecting, I they still got me by surprise because I was like so engrossed, I forgot about time, and I'm just watching this like this is amazing. Then all of a sudden that bell goes. I'm like ah, oh, they did it. They got mm-hmm. me. Yeah. So all in all, fantastic way to start the show. And then obviously the Joe promo. And then we had the Tony Storm Red Velvet match, which I'm going to be honest. I don't think I like these eliminator matches because like it's the same story. Copy and paste. Just do a championship match. Like these people never win. Red Velvet was never going to win this match. So why would you be like, it's an eliminator match. If she wins, she could go fight whoever wins at revolution, but they never win. So why? I have a feeling <laughs> however they book it, they're going to have haters because if they give people championship matches that don't deserve it, people are going to be like, why are they getting the shot? That's uh, fair. Cause I, you know, people would be like, why is Brad Velvet getting a title shot? That makes no sense. There was no build. What? They yeah. have a ranking system. Yeah. Okay. You got to keep your ranking solid. That's fair. Anyways, um, oh what? I do like how the you know no one ever wins the eliminator, but hey, if you do, like you get a straight shot to the you know the top. So, uh, be nice yeah. if someone won one of these. I guess is what I'm saying. You know, yeah. I'd like to look that up. I, I believe it may have happened one or two times in AEW. Period. Okay. Uh, that that situation, I'll have to look it up, but uh yeah uh shoot yeah tony storm red velvet uh we got diana perrazzo on commentary uh i'm gonna lump her in with uh how i feel about like adam cole on commentary Eh. a lot Uh, of nothing yeah i i wasn't impressed uh great in the ring (laughs) just not great on commentary uh Man, Tony Storm with her like old school, like technical, uh, yeah, like it looks like we're watching a match from like the 1940s or something. Uh, yeah, Tony hit a Luthez press <laughs> on Red Velvet out of nowhere. It looked really badass. 
Uh, I love the uh, old school punches with the wind up. Uh, gosh, uh, Red Velvet had uh, some punches of her own. Uh, then Velvet hit a series of offense with a standing moonsault and a cover for two. Um, I'm sure you remember Chad back when she was having some trouble with that moonsault yeah. in her early AEW days. Uh, yeah, she like missed it like a lot to where I was like, man, like you need to work on that girl. Uh, but no, it looked great. Uh, she hadn't hit that. I don't think since she's been back maybe on rampage, but I've been waiting for it. She hasn't done the, uh, the moonsault. Um, yeah, Tony Storm hit a DDT uh, to Red Velvet, covered for two. Uh, Tony Storm gets Red Velvet in a ankle lock. Uh, she looks at Deanna, and Red Velvet taps. Uh, Tony Storm won't let go, and Deanna Perrazzo gets in the ring. Uh, they uh, get in each other's face, but Tony Storm leaves the ring. Uh, yeah, and they remind us about the match at Revolution. Uh, yeah, should be a really incredible match. They, uh, I think they need to tap into that like uh, personal, uh, you know, tattoo. They've known each other forever, kind of stuff. A little more uh, right before we get to that match, uh, make it really, really personal. Uh, maybe mariah and tony jump her or something i don't know i think that'd be something uh yeah what, what do you guys think um i i really enjoyed it like tony just impresses me she changes her wrestling style based on the storyline because before she was like you want to see technical i'll show you technical and she had a whole different style in the ring for this match like Velvet looked great off the bat. You know, her strikes were amazing. But then Tony just all of a sudden she's like, hey, I can be Daniel, uh, Brian Danielson too. And just like is a technical, does a technical style that I was like, was there anything she can't do? Like, what's she going to do next? Throw on a mask and do Lucha Libre? Like, I was super impressed. I thought it was a good, good, good match. Uh, Red Velvet looked great. Tony looked great and impressed me as always. Like, uh, every week where I'm just like, like okay like she's funny she could be serious like ah yeah just mind blown how about you chandler uh i thought the match was fine uh the crowd was very dead after the whole swerve and hangman nonsense so you know they had to recover at some point uh and you know i i wish i'd say this as a tony mark i wish there was some more silly nonsense so you said she was doing her wind-up punch. She didn't do her, like, big, 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 well, bam, I love that stupid punch. And then the uh, or like, standing on Luther's shoulders. They didn't do any of that, but that's because this is a more serious feud, so Tony's starting to be a more serious wrestler, which is fine. So, yeah, and again, I liked the ending of her busting out a submission move and staring at Deanna. I thought that was a good end. And, you know, I'm still really looking forward to their match, and this is one of the better-built, uh, feuds going into revolution. So I'm, I'm excited. Yeah. 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 Um, yeah, I really enjoy, uh, yeah, everything about Tony storm. I, uh, 
yeah, I'm, I'm torn now. I, I want it to kind of get serious. And then I, I guess, Chandler, you want a little more goofy, huh? Well, that's what got show. me in the door, you know? Yeah, yeah, but yeah. I the she's evolving, which you need to as a she can't just be nonsense, and she still is nonsense when she's on commentary. So you know, I gotta take it when I can get it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah, good stuff all around. Uh, looking forward to that revolution match. Uh, yeah, revolution in general is uh, shaping up. I'm uh, definitely looking forward to uh, taking that day off and watching that pay-per-view. Um, cool. Yeah, after that, we get Renee Paquette backstage with Orange Cassidy, Trent, and Rocky Romero. Uh, she brings up Orange, Ca- Orange Cassidy's match against uh, Tomohiro Ishii, uh, which should be freaking incredible. Um Trent uh, is kind of caught off guard by that match. Like, did he expect to have that title shot? Uh, man, maybe something happened. He won, won something on Rampage that earned him a shot. I don't know. Trent was supposed uh, to fight Ishii on Collision, not OC. Uh, I don't know. <laughs> did you see? Uh, they're telling the same Orange Cassidy story again. They're doing it again. It's wear and tear. Because Renee yep. literally looked at him and was like, you want to talk about it? It felt like the Young Bucks quote from last week where she was like, Darby, can we talk about your ador- or admiration for the Young Bucks? It felt like that, where she was like, can we talk about the wear and tear on your body? Because this is the story we're going into with, with Revolution, but no one knows because no one's watching Rampage. Uh, I think Trent is gonna turn on him. Oh yeah, that's the story they're telling. This is coming. This is coming. Uh, I think he might be part of the uh, undisputed kingdom. Ooh, oh, another hard hitter for that lovely faction. I can't <laughs> wait. Who's next? Are they gonna bring in? Uh, well, just bring in Rocky Romero, the other guy too. Why not? Uh, yeah, the uh, Devil Dumpling Gang rides again for sure. Were uh, they on this show at all? Yeah, briefly. Yeah, briefly. They beat down Chucky e. T. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Okay, okay. I totally spaced that. I think I was like, it was if it was before to catch the match, I was scared. If it was after the to catch the match, I was distracted. Yeah. So yeah. I missed it. You're off smoking a cigarette. Oh, uh, yeah. It was super uneventful. No one said anything. Like, ugh, yeah, not good. Not good stuff. They're re- they've been relegated to a feud with the best friends. <laughs> ugh, poor undisputed kingdom. They're like, man, the acclaimed in Bullet Club Gold. They're too hot right now. They're too hot for this faction that ah, it hurts my brain this whole thing why is this faction failed so much <laughs> they, they yeah. had such good intentions i was fine with it but oh yeah the bang bang scissor gang are too hot <laughs> yeah they are yeah they're just gonna be the spirit squad well because you can't have you cannot have the united kingdom lose to them but if they wanted to be so flat, people would be like, mm. but hey, if Trent joins, then it could be 6v6. 
So Ooh. there you Ooh, go. Yeah. Yep. Okay. Yeah. 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 Um. Cool. Yeah. Um. Oh yeah. The the awkward, weird interactions that Renee has with these guys Love is it. just off the charts. It's awkward in the best possible way. Uh. She like. <laughs> I love how Orange Cassidy says, uh, oh, yeah, she wants to know about Chucky e. T. He says he's getting checked on, and they're going to go check on him getting checked on. Uh, Renee says she wants to go, but wants everyone to put their hands in, and they all do. Uh, yeah, it's just so awkward and fun and lovable. Uh, you can tell she's having a blast doing her job. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah, we'll, we'll see where that goes. Trent is going to turn, and OC is playing the old worn-down body game again. Mm-hmm. Uh, <laughs> guys, the invasion has kicked up a notch. I don't know if you guys saw, but it's getting intense. I'm loving every freaking part of this. I uh, am too, to be fair, but it's not an invasion, and it's like... <laughs> I'll just say this real quick. I watched the other podcast that thinks this is an invasion, and they were like, you know, it didn't really feel like an invasion this week. And I was like, you're kidding! No way! <laughs> I, I just think it's really funny. Uh, Yeah, yeah. So we got our uh, three-man uh, tag match with uh, Cero, Volador Jr., and Mascara Dorada. Versus John Moxley, Brian Danielson, and Claudio. Um, yeah, man. Like the way I like think about this, like I'm going back to my WCW brain. This is like when they were introducing the cruiserweight division and all these like crazy Rey Mysterios and whatnot. That'd be like Rey Mysterio, Juventude, uh, Eddie Guerrero having a three-way match against like Hulk Hogan, Ric Flair, and the Macho Man, like that—that that would have never happened. Like mm-hmm. they're—they're they're having these matches against the like top guys in the company, which is so cool. Like, yeah, they're not relegating them to like the lower card, like novelty. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> they're, they're not feuding with the best friends. Yeah. Um, so. You know, as I say that, though, they are having matches against Christopher Daniels and Daddy Magic. Uh, hey, that's but... the only part I would shuffle. I would, I would flip flop, put some other like bigger names. I did write down <laughs> on collision. It is going to be so the other two guys. So it was three guys at ringside, Mystico and then Star Jr. and Espinge. They're fighting Mox and Claudio on collision. So. There's a little Ooh. bit, little bit more. That's two different guys that we haven't seen. Yet, at least I haven't seen yet. Um, fighting Moxley and Claudio again. So, damn. Okay. Cool. Mm-hmm. Uh, starting to heat up. Then neat. Neat. Yeah. Um. Yeah. Yeah. Um. Loving every bit of it. The crowd was super hot <laughs> for this match. Uh. Yeah, at one point, uh, Hechicero got Brian Danielson in uh, the bow and arrow briefly. Uh, just freaking tied him up and <laughs> like it was nothing. Uh, Hechicero does a crucifix 
uh, roll into a pin on Danielson. Just made made Danielson look like a chump. Dorada <laughs> uh, uh, chopped Claudio, then Huracan and Claudio out of the ring. Uh, Volador Jr. topes Moxley and the B, uh, BCC jump Volador. Then Moxley topes Volador Jr. And Team CMLL jump Moxley. Thought that was a nice little callback. Uh, Claudio gets Volador Jr. in the giant swing. Uh, Dorada does a twisting Hurricane Rana to Claudio. Like, man, he got that extra twist in there before he... Woo! Unbelievable. Uh, I heard that dude's only like 22 or something also. Wow, that's impressive. Yeah. Um... Uh, Dorada does a shooting star press on the floor uh, on everyone. The crowd loves it. Uh, Hechicera does a spinning hammerlock backbreaker to Danielson. He did the same move uh, in their singles match. Uh, Dorada hits a 450 splash on Danielson covers, but Claudio and Moxley break up the cover. Uh, Dorada hits a code red on Claudio. Uh, Hechicero does a uh, or that guillotine crucifix bomb to Claudio. Same thing he did to uh, Danielson in their singles match. Uh, covered for two. Uh, and then uh, looks like Claudio low blows Hechicero after a ref bump. Covers and gets the win. Uh, all the CMLL guys surround the BCC. Uh, Daddy Magic, Angelo Parker, Christopher Daniels, and Matt Seidel come out to even the odds. Uh, yeah. Uh, did you guys notice uh, Daddy Magic and uh, Volador Jr. look like they're twin brothers? <laughs> I didn't notice it at the time, but now that you say that, I'm just putting them together, and I'm like, oh, yeah, they are. Like, one's Canadian, one's Mexican, but, yeah. Uh, did you did you catch that in Mox's promo on uh, Collision? It's like, oh, I thought I thought that was Daddy Magic. Like, <laughs> I did. Oh, that's funny. <laughs> yep, yep. Uh, cool stuff. Uh, but yeah, man. Uh, love it. I I am into CMLL more than AAA. Uh, more than I ever was with AAA. Like AAA, who like. Uh, what what do we got from there? I guess uh, Vikingo, I really like. Uh, but he hasn't been able to do much. He's only been in like a few, aside from the one Omega match, which I haven't seen, but we're just going to take that away. What has he done other than be in like multi-man matches? Yeah. Or tag matches, you know, right. with Commander. He's doing a lot Penta. of Ring of Honor stuff too. Yeah, so... He was in uh, TNA not that long ago too on one of their pay per views, um, but, but yeah, these, like I can't. I was just Commander say these CMLO guys feel like main yeah. eventers, but what about what were you gonna say about Commander? Is he AEW or? I think he's I can't a, remember if he's. I want to say he's a AAA champion, like he's their cruiserweight champion or something like that. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but yeah, like all of a sudden, man, like yeah, CMLL showed up and they're really turning heads so yeah i'm love you might have said this last week dave or chad but one of you might have said this is setting up to like a cmll forbidden door 
And that is what I kind of got from this. Like, sure, it's Mexico a little... City. Yeah, sure, it's a little early, but instead of, like, you keep Forbidden Door as the New Japan one exclusively, and maybe for that Wrestle Dream thing you were talking about, right in between uh, Revolution and Double or Nothing, it's, I don't know, Lucha Mania or Lucha Extravaganza, and they go down to Mexico or have a bunch of CML guys come up, and it's AEW and CMLL. I think that'd be really cool. Yeah, that'd be cool. Yeah. Yeah, the lucha is not always my favorite style, but um, damn, these guys uh, really impressed me. Yeah, due to due to uh, the tense stakes of the semi main for me, I was like, when like five minutes in, I was like, I don't have time for lucha. Can you guys hurry up? Because I was just like <laughs> so scared. And then you know these guys are so good. Of course, I got into this match. How could you not? Like, I think it was that rolling crucifix leg pin oh, that he yeah. was doing. I was like stop doing these stupid things like you're not real yeah. and then uh i like it's such a weird thing but that volador jr guy i loved his smile like he looked like he was having a blast like he's like yeah. i'm on mainstream television right now i'm doing all these cool moves like i was thinking like just what we were talking about or just in this podcast like if john cena worked a match and he was smiling the whole time it feels sincere or it would feel insincere. And this is coming from a big John Cena fan. But this random guy, he's like having the blast and it's awesome. And yeah, just setting up more matches with these guys. I'm looking forward to it. Yeah. Oh, man. Um, yeah, let's see. Uh, should be a fun uh, little invasion. Uh yeah, I can't wait to see when BCC show up uh, in their promotion. It'll be a bloodbath. <laughs> Remember, we're like Yuta. He's, isn't he supposed to be a part of this? What's he <laughs> up to? It seems like something happened. What if he, like, what if like on Ring of Honor, he got like kicked out and nobody knew because nobody watches it? But like, what if he fully just got kicked out and nobody knows? Right. <laughs> Yeah, poor guy. Uh, maybe he'll be back one day. Yeah. Um, uh, but yeah, let's see. After that, we get notification that uh, there's a ruckus in the back. Uh, they rush to the back, and Chucky e. T's getting jumped by the Undisputed Kingdom. Uh, yeah, they don't really say anything. They don't tell us what their motivation is. Uh they just kind of show Adam Cole looking uh, like an asshole. <laughs> uh, yeah. Don't got much about that. Uh, but after that, we get Tony Khan's big announcement. Uh, yeah, we're getting a special episode of Dynamite. Uh, big business in uh, at the TD Garden in Boston, March 13th. Um, undoubtedly that'll be Mercedes Monet's debut, uh, word on the street. She's been signed for over a month. Um, yeah, so. I heard she's been getting paid since January. So good for her. Yeah. Um, yeah, great, really great for her. Like, I hope he made her some kind of deal. Like, Hey, we're, 
we're taking the women's division to new new heights like you're part of it like maybe she's gonna be a big big part of like taking charge in that is maybe behind the scenes you know what i mean uh maybe booking uh who knows i i think i think that could really uh really help out like that was Kenny Omega's job, right? He booked the women's yeah, division right, for right a off the long time. Yeah, that's huh. like, yeah, he was really trying to promote, you know, um, like Riho, who he worked with a lot in Japan, and uh, Shida. Yeah, uh, Saku, uh, Amy Sakumura. <laughs> uh, yeah, 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 yeah. Amy my Sakura. Only, Sakura, own, that's it. My only concern is like Mercedes Monet, she's still quite young. She still feels like she's in the prime of her career. I don't know. And I don't think I've ever heard of her expressing an interest in booking, but maybe, you know, like, again, I think she's just going to Ronda Rousey this women's division. Best case scenario, you know, just say, hey, you're going to start taking it seriously because I'm here. And if not, then I'm going to walk. Like, yeah, I've done it before. Uh huh. Uh, yeah, maybe part of the deal might have been like, hey, Rampage is turning into the women's show and you're like Punk's is collision. This is your your thing. Like, mm-hmm. I think that would be really cool. Um, yeah, like what are your two uh, what do you two think about uh, which one's better having <laughs> the women completely separate on their own show? How 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 would you prefer it? How what would make more sense? Would they still have women like sprinkled in to dynamite dynamite and collision? Oh, you got it. it. Yeah, I would like, I would how... just have it. I'm saying you have the women's show because it's nothing feels like it's gonna change right now on dynamite and collision and rampage, where we just have one segment. That's the only reason why I would say F it, just do the women's show because you're not doing it. But I would rather just have it be integrated. Like, you don't have to have it be a 50-50 split. Just tell better stories. Tell more stories. Like, have one match on the pay-per-view between the women that isn't for a title. Do that. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Drop drop some. Like, there's a lot of segments. At least most shows, there's at least one segment per show where it was like, this could have went to another women's match because this was pointless. Like, most Chris Jericho segments. Not this one. This is not this one. Five star match of the year. We might as well just get onto it unless anyone else has something else to say because this is monumental. Ah. Uh, yeah, man. Chris Jericho versus uh, Kenoshke Takeshita. Uh, oh. Yeah, man. What, what, a, what, a, what a weird match, I'll have it to say. It was okay. Like, I wrote a lot of notes for that, but I just think I love to catch this so much. Anything he does, I'm like, that's the coolest thing ever. So, he was not uh, on point. I, <laughs> a little, I did, little clunky. I did write, um, isn't it interesting that the worst Takeshini I've ever seen is in a Jericho match? Isn't that interesting? Yeah, I think part of it was just Jericho can't keep up. Ooh, yeah. Like that makes I sense. just too old, too slow. And like, yeah, I think uh yeah, I think just Takesha could can't couldn't really work with him. Like he I don't think Jericho could properly take half those bumps. And I I think he was kind of part of the reason why it was or 
sort of sloppy kind of botchy looking. Well, that's the same thing. Well, take it with that Kyle Fletcher match too, right? My favorite parts of it was oh. Kyle Fletcher and a lot of the ma- a lot of the moves just looked a little bad and it's like, mm, you know, I liked Kyle Fletcher in that and this match was like I liked Takeshita, but my god, the ending. I I was saying like the only way you could do it is have Takeshita just knee Jericho's head off in 5 seconds and like you know, pin. He just he just needs the head up. Oh my god! I don't. I could not have predicted. Blew that out of the water. They yeah. blew it out of the water. Yeah. Uh. So yeah. Uh. Jericho started off pretty strong. Um. Pretty strong. Which, uh, got me worried. I was like, oh no, here we go again. I told Chad. Uh, did, did you I feel that watching, way? I was watching it like this. I was like, oh God, no, no. <laughs> and like he would get any movement. I'm like, oh. And then like Hobbs would get involved. I'm like, okay, yeah, yeah, like whatever. And then like Kavara would come out with no, no. So like I was on the edge of my seat for this. Like it's so <laughs> stupid how this brown, like he comes out with the brown note this evil Don Callis is this manager. And yet I'm like, oh, he's the biggest baby face in the biz right now. And Jericho is like this veteran who's trying to, and I'm like, oh, he's the heel. He's such a heel. So <laughs> it's bizarro. I'm like Canada. Oh man. Uh, Jericho ended up uh, knocking Takeshita out of the ring and Don Callis slapped the shit out of Takeshita. Uh, did not see that coming. Oh, I was uh, on Don Callis' side. I was like, what's up, Takeshita? This isn't no... Again, I'm right there with them. I'm like, what's going on, man? <laughs> uh, Takeshita does a sheer drop brain buster to Jericho on the floor. Uh, man, the crowd was dead for this match. Like, any mo- offense that Jericho got was silent. But I... Uh, At least further on, whenever Takeshi would do something, I think it's just he's so impressive that they're like, whoa, damn. So. Um, At one point, Hobbs grabbed Jericho's leg and Guevara comes out, hits Hobbs with a chair in the back and the head, and they go to the back. Uh, Jericho jumps on Takeshi from the steel steps with uh, his mask and the crowd was literally silent after he hit that. Like, yeah, nothing. that was that was crickets. Cringe. Yeah, crickets. I was just like, oh man, this is bad. Uh, I got. Uh, let's see. Uh, Jericho misses his lion salt. Uh, Takeshi got his knees up. Uh, got written down here. Really clunky match. That like. Uh, Suplex was bad. Uh, Takeshita hits a beautiful blue thunder bomb uh, to Jericho for a two count. Uh, Takeshita blocked the Judas effect at one point. Uh, Takeshita hit a really scary avalanche blue thunder bomb. Uh, Jericho landed really bad on his head like yeah, not on his head, head had but... a pretty good uh whiplash to it just snap yeah dude yeah uh we got a cover for two uh jericho uh got Takeshta in the walls of jericho uh don Callis slides a chair in the ring the ref gets distracted dealing with the chair and don Callis hits jericho with a screwdriver uh, Takeshita gets Jericho in the walls of Jericho. 
then transitions to the lion tamer and Jericho taps to his own move. Beautiful. Five stars. I got up and clapped. I just stood up and Uh I was so happy. Like, man, they did it. They did what they needed to do. The witch is dead. Unless he comes back and gets his win back. But oh my God. Again, this this match, like now that you're talking about it, I'm like, oh, this match wasn't good. But because I was like, everything Takeshi does, I'm like, we're so close. One more, one more, and you can do it. So this was real to me. It's still real to me, damn it. Um, we don't need to talk about the fact that when it's Kenny Omega, Takeshita can do it all by himself. But when it's Jericho, he needs Don Callis' help. We don't need to talk about that because that's just nitpicking. Oh, my God. I'll, I'll even give Jericho his credit. When he, like, passed out and then woke back up, I was like, ah, I thought that was really good. That was, like, yeah. like not just... Ooh, bad Jericho. That was just really good. And then, yeah, Takeshita pinning him with his own move. I don't even care if this leads to something or doesn't. That that's enough. You you satiated me. So you get Jericho. You're off the hook for now until the next thing that you do that sucks. You're off the hook for now. Yeah, all Man, in all, he, he, uh, Ch- Chandler's eating well this week. He got his Cody match. He got his win. Cody stocks up. <laughs> he's, Kesha stocks up. He's still Swerve on the podcast. Up. He hasn't thrown in the towel. I'm not quitting yet. Uh, one thing we did mention was uh, dur- during Sammy's little run-in, the, me and Chandler talking about it, the unprotected chair shot. To the head. Yeah. Dude. I know AEW is a bit different. They're the alternative, and I like that. But let's not hit people in the head with chairs. Like, just no. That, like, hit them in the stomach. That, like... Was that I a can... botch? What? Was it a botch? No. Oh, he, he kept his hands down on purpose. Like, he yeah, could have easily got them up. He went for, like, I don't think it was a botch. And who, was it Guevara who, like threw the chair at Matt Hardy early on and oh, bloodied yeah. him yeah, yeah, by that, accident. Yeah, that, that was just look at a that, rough Chandler. month of uh, exchanges between those two. Like, uh, they damn near injured each other a few times. Because that's the, the pay-per-view. Guevara knocked him off the, the, the crane on the yeah. concrete floor. Yeah, yeah, I haven't heard of that, and I don't want to watch it because everyone's like, yeah, they should have just ended the match, and they didn't. Ugh. So it was Aubrey. Aubrey was on uh ref duty on that one. Yeah, probably would have ended that, brother. But hey, you know, I'm no ref. But yeah, um, now that we're talking about it, crap match. And of course, I would love this to lead to something for Takeshta, but I don't know what. Like, okay, world title, bit busy right now. TNT title, bit busy, because you either have Daniel Garcia or Copeland international title roderick strong is most likely gonna win it and it wouldn't really wouldn't really make sense to do heel versus heel faction so not that continental crown well he's kind of doing something with brian danielson so unless he beats him pretty convincingly no tag titles no that's pretty caught up with the young bucks trios titles no so unless he's winning a ring of honor title 
there's what not I was going to say. There's not a lot that Takeshita can do right now, but they could put him in a good feud with someone. Like, yeah, that's fine. Or ha- have him start uh, climbing the rankings. Like, they could uh, just tell that story for a few months until some of these other stories play out. Then he could be the uh, next in line. Yeah. Yeah, feed him some jobbers. <laughs> feed him some main eventers. Like, I don't care. I want Takeshita versus the entire BCC by himself, and he beats them all. Like, I, okay, you ever heard of hardcore Holly booking? Oh, of course. Dave, do you know about it? I've never heard the that term before. So I want Takeshita. I want Takeshita on hardcore Holly booking, which is you go and it's like, all right, what's your play? He's like, oh, I beat them all, and I win the championship. And then it's like, well, then what? And it's like, well, I beat them all again. That's what I want for Takeshita right now. He beats everyone. He wins the champion, and then he beats them all again. Uh, could there be some dissent because of that slap from Don Callis? You know, if this is even leading to like a Takeshita face turn, I'm fine with it. The only problem is, is like, I don't know if Takeshita can cut a promo. I don't know if he can. I don't even know if he can speak English. So that's why I'm honestly fine with. I like Don Callis still. I think he's a nice pantomime heel manager. So he kind of needs a mouthpiece. So unless he has another mouthpiece, I don't know any right now. So maybe CJ Perry. And then you do like, oh, but then it'd be Takeshi and Miro. And Miro doesn't take lose losses. So maybe not. Man, maybe that, not. that would be. Uh, if Miro put over Takeshi, I think that would be very meaningful. Yeah. I'd love it. Has Miro lost in AEW an yet? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Um, but yeah. Uh Takeshita's great. Give him uh give him a uh, a little run here. Let him get some wins and uh keep us occupied with a cool match here and there until you know or give us a really great storyline. That'd be great too. You know who else is um, great? It's Sting. Yeah, yeah, I got my my uh, little dream come true here. Uh, yeah, our main event, uh, AEW World Tag Team Championship match. Uh, Ricky Starks and Bill defend. Uh, Big Bill defending against Sting and Darby Allen. Uh, yeah, yeah. Uh, it was cool. Sting's sons were there. We talked about that in the front row. Uh, Sting and Darby uh, get on the attack early. Uh, uh, at one point, Sting jumped off the balcony on top of Ricky Starks and Big Bill. Like, God, I can't believe it. Oh, yeah. Like, I, I was thinking of you during hard. that shot because he was like up there for a while, and I was getting serious yeah. flashbacks to when the crow sting was first coming out and he just hang out in the rafters in the WCW arenas. I was like, I was like, is this a nod to that? Cause I had like serious vibes. I was like, Richard Dave's marking out so hard right now. I bet it was a really good shot and it wasn't like focusing on him. So you had to look and you're like, Oh shit, that's sting up there. That's Hey, it's another guy dressed like sting. No, no, that's no. Uh, yeah, uh, real quick, too, they have a new T-shirt where it's uh, old Sting and new, or, you know, older, yeah, older Sting. And, yeah, a split face uh, T-shirt. Yeah, I really want it. I should get it. 
Um, but yeah, uh, after that big balcony dive, uh, Big Bill uh, clothesline Sting on the outside. Uh, then, man, I really love this. Uh, uh, big Bill catches Darby mid-dive into a beautiful big boss man slam. Oh, my God. That is that like the best boss man slam ever? Ever, like, ever. Like that was beautiful. I had to go back and watch it, and then they're like, "Oh, we got a replay coming." I was like, "Yeah, please, I could use another. <laughs> I could see that again." Dude, where, who, where was this guy in WWE? I know he got better, but like, really, where were you? Where were you for the Daniel Bryan feud? Why were you beating up a little person for real? Like, ah. Yeah, I'm I'm impressed. Uh, let's see here. Uh, Big Bill smashes Darby's head in the mat over and over and over, and then throws him across the ring. Uh, Ricky Starks does a Scorpion Death Drop to Sting, covers, uh, gets a two count. Uh, Big Bill uh, gets two Stinger Slashes and a Code Red by Darby Allen. Uh, Ricky Starks pulls off the turnbuckle pad as Sting goes for a Stinger Splash. Then Spears Sting uh, covers for a two count. Uh, Sting no sells and hits a Scorpion Death Drop on Ricky Starks. Covers gets the one, two, three, and new AEW World Tag Team Champions. Wow. Yeah, what a moment. We got the confetti. We got uh the music playing him and darby look really happy his sons are coming uh and what do you know we got the damn young bucks matthew and nicholas uh matthew uh lee what was his name uh ron john ron john <laughs> oh lee and uh, ron john jackson here they uh come out and attack with bats uh they are wearing white suits and darby and sting get bloodied and they get covered in blood uh, then they uh hit what they now call the evp trigger no longer the bte trigger Woo! i uh, love that uh they hold up the belts and throw them on sting and darby uh yeah it's on now <laughs> Got that old school heel vibe from it. Uh, I'm I've been slowly getting into their new character little by little. Uh, last week I, I liked it even more. Uh, yeah, they they took it to another level. Loving yeah, it. That imagery bring, with the bloody. Yeah. Yeah, them bringing the physicality. Whew, yeah, that that sold it for me. I was just like, man, I hope they I hope they get good. I hope. To, oh no, this did it. Like instant heat. Yeah, yeah. I don't know. For this match, I'm gonna I'm gonna talk about the match because I thought this match was awesome. My goodness. Uh I know I was saying it for a while that I didn't want Ricky Starks and Big Bo to win, and like immediately Starks was kissing his belt, and I was like, ah man. So I, I kind of knew, but this match still delivered and then some. Uh I love Ricky Starks, I think most of all in this match, but yeah, and Sting, because Sting is just awesome. But I just loved that ending little bit. Where it's staying in uh or singing uh Starks looking down each other, 
And I just love how smooth Starks pulled off the cover on the ring apron. And he's sitting on the other side and he's hesitating because he's like, am I going to really like, I can't beat Sting. Like, come on. It's like putting your grandpa down. And then as soon as Sting is like, oh, oh, ah, and he's like powering up. I just thought that was so great. And Starks is like, well, I got it. And he spears him and he kicks out. And then he like goes for another spear and like Sting just immediately catches him oh, and drops him. I think like the only thing I would have changed about the match is I would have had Starks kick out, but like obviously he was done, right? Like give Starks a little, little itty bitty bit more because he always seems to lose these big feuds, but it was still a fantastic match. So I was a big fan of it. And then I don't know, this is just me. The heels or the not the heels, the young bucks still feel like goobers. And so the the vision or the the visual of the blood on the white suits, very striking, very good. If you had just like lights cut out and like, oh no, what happened? Boom, they're covered in blood. I would have said perfect segment, but it took too long and it felt like Darby bladed. And then they just went and were like, oh, we got to get all this blood on ourselves. <laughs> oh, let me just, here we go. Ooh, ooh, the heat, brother. Think of the heat, brother. So it's like, for me, it didn't work in that sense because it felt a little cheesy, like just a little bit. But the visual was excellent. I'll give you that. So, and again, I think I said this offline. I don't know if I said it. Renaming the BTE trigger, brilliant. It's the best thing they've done yeah. in this in this re-get, like rechange. I was like, well, what's next? They got to change the Meltzer driver to like the Jackson driver or something like that. Like just all egotistical. So yeah. So uh, I'm actually really looking forward to this feud and I, I do not want the Bucks to win, but I think they will. Really? You think, uh, you think Stig Stig's going to be the traditional go out on his back? Uh, like, I think so, which just makes me sad because I don't want it, but I think that's the case. What, what would you two rather have? Would you rather have Sting and Darby retire undefeated as champs and then Sting and Darby just have to find a new partner or they have to relinquish them? Or do you have the Bucks win? I'm interested to see what Dave has to say because he is my Sting number one guy. Mm. I want... uh. Sting and Darby to win and relinquish. Uh, I'm trying to think like it. It wouldn't make sense to me like to go out like that. This is the last match of his career. Why? Why would you do that? Like Mm -hmm. what? What? The the Bucks don't need the belts. They don't need. Yeah, to be put over. Yeah, they don't need the rub. Yeah, I think if it was, um, like, I don't know. If it was, like, uh, I think I was pitching a long time ago, like, oh, if you did Takeshita and Hobbs and you really, really pushed them to the moon as killers, like, just killers in this tag division, they run rampant, I think that would be fine. If you did, like, Starks and Big Bill, you yeah. were just pushing them to the moon. I think that's fine because those are guys that need something. The Young Bucks don't. They already oh, – this this uh, end to the Dynamite was their something. They were selling on commentary. They'll never, ever be able to come back. So there's your reprehensible thing. There's your visual that people will remember for years to come. 
I don't think they need to beat Sting here to keep their heat. I think they could just cut a heel promo, beat up some more bad guys, and they'd be fine. I think they should basically injure Darby Allen, but he can still compete. Mm-hmm. And Sting has to do most of the work, and they have to overcome that. And that makes the match even more meaningful when they win it. I, I hope think that'd so. be the way. I, I, I really <laughs> do think I really do think Sting should retire. If if he's if they're telling the story of they're undefeated, they should retire undefeated. Because I think could be wrong if they beat the Bucks, they end at 30 and 0. So that's a yeah. real nice round number. Undertaker got to win on or got to retire on a win. So there is precedence for this kind of thing. So, and I was thinking about this the other day, like what are some classic retirement stories or just the only retirement stories I know? And I could think of Ric Flair, Shawn Michaels, and Kurt Angle. This isn't as bad as Kurt Angle. So I'm not, not nowhere near. I'm actually intrigued that like that was bad. And this isn't the build of Shawn Michaels. And I don't think you have the emotion with Ric Flair. So Flair never retired. I'm I'm okay. We're, we're just looking at WrestleMania 24 here because they thought they sold that as retirement. Yeah. So that's just what I'm well, going off of. Excellent match. Again, kayfabe brother. That was Ric Flair's retirement. They're also not really selling that either because that was Shawn Michaels didn't want to put down Ric Flair, but he had to because it was the match. Blah blah blah. And that's not the story they're telling with this. But it is. So I don't like, I can't imagine the Bucks being teary eyed and then hitting the EVP trigger. Like, they wouldn't do that. No. So, but it would just be super dissatisfying if you ended Sting's career on these punks, pardon my language, these young punks beating Sting. So I don't know. I just, yeah, and AEW is really more of a, uh, centric company like they like their happy endings and you know they're definitely not um putting people down in their hometown or on their birthdays crap like that they like giving us the good feels uh so you know i kind of you know tony khan's had some uh bumpy booking along the way over the past year but i think he'll do this one right i hope so i I think it'd be a nice feel-good win Because then, if they lose, how do you do the Ric Flair match? (laughs) True. Uh, Yeah, they're not going to send a sold-out Bojangles Coliseum. Greensboro. Isn't it the Bojangles Coliseum, though? The the arena? It's Greensboro. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'll I'll trust Uh, you. I'll trust you. Yeah, Greensboro is the city. Bojangles is the venue. I thought, for some reason, I thought they were calling it the Greensboro Coliseum, but I'll, I'll take your word for it. No, is it not Bojangles? I think it is. I'll take your word for it. I'll look it up real quick. But they're not sending those people home with Sting losing. They're not doing that. Mm-hmm. There's no way. uh i don't know what i would want would maybe be 
dude, let's overbook this damn thing and get run-ins from Goldberg, uh, Diamond Dallas Page, Robocop, uh, Robocop. <laughs> so this uh, looks. This is saying it's in the Greensboro Coliseum in Greensboro, okay. North Carolina. Okay. I don't know where I got Bojangles from. Where's that? <laughs> so I'm looking up. I'm looking at Revolution on Wikipedia, which I know isn't great, but it is saying, yeah, it's at the Greensboro Coliseum in Greensboro. So, or Greensboro, sorry. Anything else about the show, guys? Or we want to get into highs and lows? Because I think that's about it, right? Yeah. Oh, Bojangles Coliseum is uh, a different place. (laughs) Uh, Cool. Yeah. Let's see. Uh, Highs and lows? I'll start. My high should be obvious. It's the best. I think we've already hit the best ending of any match in 2024. Takeshita tapping out Jericho with his own move. Personally, for me, I marked out, bro. I marked out. And my low point, it's in the same exact match. It is the unprotected chair shot to poor Will Hobbs' head. Just let's not do that, please. I know you, you only did it once. It could have been a glancing blow. I don't care. Do what WWE does and just shove it into their gut. Like, I'd believe that. Like, no matter what, any big guy, you shove a steel chair to their gut, they're going to buckle over. So, yeah, that's that's what I would prefer. Um, I did notice, too, like, we don't even know, like, if Hobbs was okay after that. They just kind of yeah, scurried just away. Mm-hmm. So, <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah. Gotcha. Um, cool. I guess, uh, my high point, definitely Sting holding that belt. God, like apparently he did not, adamantly did not want to win, uh, a title, but they just kind of, you know, just what happened and he, he smiled. He, he was happy. Like, <laughs> Maybe it was uh, uh maybe it was a bit of like because these poor tag titles, like we want to go back the whole way of Ricky Starks and Big Bill's run. They're the longest reigning tradition transitional champions of all time, probably. Cause it was they squashed FTR way back when, and then it was, oh, that's to lead to like the Young Bucks or something, right? Because the Young Bucks won that Wrestle Dream tag team, whatever. And then mm-hmm. they retained it full gear, which is when Kenny Omega and Chris Jericho took it. And then Kenny Omega got diverticulitis, so he's out. And then Sammy Guevara's in. And then, would, then the allegation started, which seemed to be false, but still affected his popularity. And just Jericho's kind of like, he's running out of steam. So that was affecting his popularity. So it was probably going to be Jericho and Guevara take the titles. Okay, well, now we can't put it on them anymore. So then it was like, well, what do we do with these stupid tag titles? And I'm sure, you know, maybe the Bucks or Sting were like, well, let's just put them on Sting. Like, yeah, why not? Like, that's kind of would be satisfying right now. So, yeah, yeah, it was for me, man. Uh, 
yeah, I guess uh, that'd be my high point. Low point was uh, the pointless Chuck E.T. beatdown. Yeah, that was mine too, actually. <laughs> Doesn't that add fuel to the fire for the UK best friends feud? We're obviously Man, getting mean... to Anarchy and Arena. That's coming up. Oh, that would be a lame Anarchy and Arena match. Blood and blood and guts. Uh, what if that's the CMLO thing? That would be dope. Ooh, ACC okay. versus CMLO. We didn't even think about that. That is actually okay. okay. And what time, let me see, what time of the year is Blood and Guts? I always forget. Because I think they've changed it around, honestly. I don't, again, I wasn't watching last year, but they did um, the BCC Elite feud in Blood and Guts. So it's got to be pretty mm -hmm. early, right? Uh, wow, we got we got one Blood and Guts with uh, William Regal. Yeah. <laughs> yelling it. Uh, it was July, July 19th, 2023. Oh. Ooh, Forbidden Door is closer. So, never mind. Maybe they could do that at Forbidden Door. Yeah. Uh, cool. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah, Chad, you had the same uh, low point? Yeah. Yeah. That was my low point, too. It just, it just to me, it felt like they needed to either focus on it more and tell more of a story or just cut it out altogether. It was just too brief and it felt just really disjointed. Like it kind of pulled me out of the show for a minute. Uh, mm -hmm. Just, I don't know. I just thought it was kind of bad narrative. Like, Oh, Hey, this thing happened. Okay. Now we're off to the next thing. And I was like, I feel like there needed to be more like story advancement or something. Not just like, Oh yeah. Well, duh. They, uh, then uh, of course my high point for me, uh, was it anything specific? I, I just put down like making a dynamite feel must see again. Like it felt like an important event where for a while it almost kind of felt like, uh, Oh, raw, raw rolls on. Like it was just, Oh, here's another episode. Maybe something cool will happen. Uh, where this one, like I was just glued to the TV the whole time. Uh, so yeah, good job. I hope they keep that momentum up. One thing I will say about this build to revolution is Almost every single build to a match that we know of has been great. Like yeah. uh, Tony Storm, Deanna Perrazzo, loving it. Triple Threat, loving it. Uh, really starting to like the tag team one with the Bucks, even though they might win. Like, I'm still really enjoying it. Sting got to win a title. That's great. The OC Roderick Strong. I've been saying it since it started. It sucked. You don't have the baby face go. Let's fight right now after the match, and then the heel turns him down. You don't do that. Well, that's just dumb. True. All right. AEW got 805,000 viewers on Dynamite. A uh, 0.28 in the 18 to 49 demo. All right, man. Yeah, that's still pretty low. I mean, that's kind of their average now, mm -hmm. which is it's not bad, though. That's the thing. It's not bad. Yeah, like, well, they're outperforming. Happy with it. Yeah, I'm sure that's still one of the best things on Wednesday night, because I don't know if you guys know this. I'm sure you do. Cable TV is kind of dead all around, so I, I'm yeah. sure they're fine. Probably, but does better than Young Sheldon. 
No, nothing does better than Young Sheldon. I, I'm quitting this podcast. We do not have Young Sheldon slander. <laughs> oh, man. Oh, uh, John Morrison and Taya Valkyrie are getting a uh, romantic comedy show on AEW's YouTube channel. Good I'll watch a little uh, I'll watch reality it. show. Good for them. <laughs> what about... Uh, um... man, what... Oh. I'm uh, just going to say what happened to AEW All Access. That just disappeared. I heard yeah. it sucked. I didn't... I never watched it, but I... Watched one episode, the first one, and it really did not <laughs> do much for me. Didn't they kind of <laughs> sell it as, like, AEW behind the scenes, and they had, like... I, I don't know. I didn't watch it, but they had like some really awkward sit down between Britt Baker and Thunder Rosa. Did that happen? Or yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, Jade Cargill and like man, I can't remember who had a little sit down in one of them. And I don't know. I'm thinking of Roads to the Top. That was the oh yeah the, uh, predecessor. Oh my god, yeah. Uh, yeah, I think they should give it another shot. Like, can anyone capture the like popular popularity of uh, the Divas show? Like, how could how could that be Total done today? Divas? Oh like, my gosh! Oh, what about QTV? When's that coming back? QT Marshall said he was going to do big things on AEW. I'm still waiting. <laughs> do we got any news? Because yeah. the only one I know, I feel like. The press conference I just talked about at the beginning that covers all the WWE news because all the WWE yeah. news has been like Cody didn't know, Seth Rollins did know, Rock knew eight years ago. Like it's kind of, I've been keeping track of all of it. And let me just tell you, it's all nonsense. Yeah. So that's it's a why, working shoot that shot the work. That's why now that they've at least said on TV, we're doing Cody Roman and they had a, a picture. I'm fine. I'm peaceful. So I don't think there's much in the way of WWE news except for they're like teasing some Japanese star on NXT. Ooh. So that might be Kazuchika Okada. I think. Is it for sure Japanese? Is, was that they, like a proverb? Yes. That they... it, it, was, it was literally a proverb. It's one about. Um, the Japanese say you have three faces, the one you show to the world, the one you show to the family, and the third one that you only show yourself. That was basically, it was like on their pay-per-view on Sunday, they just had a promo that was that, and then they didn't say anything. They didn't tease a, an initial or anything. I would laugh my ass off if Okada went to NXT. I think that would be the funniest thing WWE did. Since they sent Daniel Bryan to NXT, I think that would be the biggest banter, but it would also be horrible. But I'm all for it. Yeah. <laughs> also, a lot of people are kind of thinking Julia from Stardom, and also a lot of people are like, you shouldn't send Julia to NXT. So, but that she should she belongs there more than Okada. Well, yeah, because Okada is like the greatest guy. One of the he's the what, Japanese Hulk Hulk Hogan, basically. But he can wrestle. Yeah. But he can have a good match. He can have a fantastic match. 
So I heard the like I don't know if he was fired or quit, but the president of TNA oh, was like yeah. shockingly Scott Demar. Yeah, yeah, I read I read all about that. That's uh, that was a weird one. Corp, they were kind of blaming it on like corporate synergy, but this is like the guy that essentially resurrected uh, TNA uh, from the dead after you know Hogan and Bischoff and Russo tried to kill it. Yeah, I I don't know why, but it seems like yeah. TNA is on a little bit of a tear. It's not great to fire their or have their president fired. So yeah. I hope hope everything is okay. I hope the ship can still be clear. Yeah, they're trying they're trying to push corporate restructuring, but it not not it doesn't make much sense either way. So there's something else going on there, but I don't will ever know why. They're actually allowing any talent to get out of their contract because of it too. Really. Huh. Mm-hmm. Yep. Uh, yeah, that was uh, announced today. Uh, uh, Moose is pretty pissed because he was a Scott Demore guy, hundred percent. Like he credits him with uh, basically his entire TNA career. So, uh, yeah, he's pretty upset. Like I could see him maybe leaving. Wow, <laughs> maybe they'll put the title back on Alex Shelley because I know they're doing that match at uh, the next pay per view. So, yeah, I think Jordan Grace was really close to Scott Demore. Really, uh, a lot of the locker room, a lot of the locker room, honestly. So, yeah, perfect timing cool. for Jordan Grace to just been in that rumble and right? just got a great reception. Like, oh yeah, just go right back. Like she was better than half the people that worked there. Yeah, um, yeah, not too much else going on. Um, yeah, we're trucking towards uh, 250 subscribers, uh, ticking away at it. Yeah, yeah, we're getting there. Uh, we'll sure do something. Have we figured it out yet, or are we still brainstorming? There's a lot of storms going on in my brain. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. I don't know. I think we uh, should drive up to the uh, to the uh, the wrestling school you found and see if they'll uh, let let us uh, let us film film us getting chopped. That'd be hilarious. Yep. Yeah, I think that'd be the way to go. Uh, what if we yeah. all take a yeah, back yeah. bump? Ooh. <laughs> Fat or flat backdrop onto thumbtacks for 250 subs. Thanks, guys. Uh, I, I, feel, I feel like that's more of a thousand sub kind of thing. No, yeah, I'm yeah. never doing that. <laughs> I think I think tax might be my least favorite thing in wrestling. Because I remember the one time they were in WWE in like 2016 when Jericho took him and like him telling about it afterwards, he pulled like 68 out and then he sat down and it was one more right up his ass. So like uh I couldn't couldn't do that. Yeah, that's a no for me, uh, brother. Yeah, we'll we'll think of something good. Uh, yeah, yeah. I don't know. I think we should save the chopping for like maybe a better, a higher number. <laughs> or like, a, I like it as a punishment for a losing prediction. Yeah, that, that's like a good that one. one. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. 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 Uh, yeah, we'll we'll think of something something good that 
people want to watch maybe make us uh, in agony a little bit mm-hmm. <laughs> mm-hmm. hey it's been a few months maybe i'll eat something spicy again one thing not three things one thing but we each order man that stuff sucks <laughs> I'd have to like I'd have to like come to your house, Chad, and get a little bag of it because I'm not buying that. Uh, you know, after uh, after the peanuts wasn't that bad. Really weird. Uh, maybe what if we all got a bottle of the the last dab? Ooh, I love that the last stuff's dab. good. You I've heard, never you heard of that. About? Uh, you know the show, the Hot Wing Show, right? The first we feast with the celebrities. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Uh, that's the hottest level uh, that they have. Yeah. Okay. So, yeah. So that yeah, this is about one hundred thirty thousand Scoville. Last dab's about two million. But okay. weirdly enough, easier tastes to take. Good. Tastes way better. Okay. It tastes delicious. How about yep. two fifty subs? We'll all eat a chip, a wing, whatever we can get our hands on on with the last dab. I like that. Uh, yeah. Yeah, uh, it's not like outrageously expensive either. Uh, In fact, yeah. For, yeah. I think I got a bunch of points left over for my subscription when I was uh, on that. I might actually be able to get get a couple bottles for free. Ooh, ooh. <laughs> I'd still be willing to buy it just in case you can't. But I really <laughs> like that idea. I think it'll work. Yeah, it, it tastes good. The, the bomb is vile. Like it, yeah. there's nothing redeeming. There's no good flavor of any pepper. Like peppers taste good. Like even the hot ones have a good taste. It just tastes uh, like a bomb. Yeah, it's like uh, synthetic, like uh, Scoville juice, basically. <laughs> gross, uh, gross, gross, gross. But yeah, I like that. Let's uh, maybe think about the uh, last dab. Uh, I can do uh, some vegan wings, and you guys can do some real ones. And uh, yeah, we're just our just tor- tortilla chips work fine too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, less messy, huh? Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, yeah. Cool. Yeah, I think uh, that'll be fun. Uh, yeah, I can't really think of anything else to cover. I think that might about do it. Um, do you guys have anything else? Uh, I think I've I think I've uh, shot my load for the night. What a yeah, fresh yeah, yeah. start and a <laughs> and a new refreshing feeling we've got. I, I'm being a prick, but this AEW Dynamite was great, and I'm unironically looking forward to Revolution, which is what we should be doing. So. Yeah, it's nice Ooh, to just uh, be a good uh, good fan for a change. What do we have for uh, Collision? Did you write that down this week? There's two things Chamber? again, like last yeah. week, but it's uh, the b- 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 Star Jr. and Ethinge, sorry if I respond or say that wrong, uh, versus Moxley and Claudio, and then Ishii uh, versus Orange Cassidy. That's it. I'd say I do like the uh, the WCW like raw feel of Collision, where like a match that was not even announced, like materializes out of nowhere like the, the hook match uh yeah a couple others have occurred like that i i like that like I, I like the old feel of a show where like you'd start the show off and like uh you know someone 
cuts a promo and, and they like make a match for the main event from that opening segment. You know what I mean? Like, I like that format. Yeah. Yeah. Nitro uh, never had anything to tease back in the day. You never nope, knew what the show to. was going to be. Yep. I think that might be the key, man. <laughs> well, cause you always, uh, you always start off your opening segment with, okay, let's get these men. Let's get this main event figured out. That's how a lot of Ross start is like, yeah. you suck. You suck. All right, we'll talk about it. The main event tonight. So, yep. And then they get the graphic booked, you know, official. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I like that format. I think that could work very well. Uh, anyway, uh, yeah, uh, looking forward to watching Collision. And uh, that just about does it. Uh, I'd like to thank everyone out there. Uh, don't forget to subscribe to our channel we really enjoy doing this and uh we want to do this for a living one day yeah (laughs) um cool yeah don't forget to like and uh check us out on the audio realm Uh, yeah where all major podcasts are found so if you uh, have a hard time sitting through a youtube video you can throw us on in the car while you commute Mm -hmm. Mm mm-hmm yeah yeah, fall yeah. asleep to my dulcet um, tones Ooh. <laughs> and then make sure to check um, out our short form content too we've made plenty of top fives we're going to start making some history of videos so check those out as well not just the podcasts uh we got some top five goofiest moments top five uh beautiful belts top five wrestlers who've done face paints and then i've done some more topical ones like i just did top five potential surprise royal rumble entrance i got a few right got a few right so check them out watch them all watch more content watch more content no uh no ken shamrock though i'll be honest yeah no nostalgic which that should be a good sign but come on it's the rumble give me one yeah like last year they threw in booker t which is the whole reason i had that joke at the end because if going to that rumble people are like it's gonna be great muda it's gonna be so and so, and it was Booker T. So, what a pop for that! I didn't even know that. I like Booker T. I mean, I'm a WCW kid. So. I don't, I don't dislike him. I just had way too high expectations, and it was like, oh, it's Booker T. How many years was it since he had a match in WWE at that point? Like two, because he had done the same thing like two Rumbles yeah. ago. Which is why I was okay. also like, whatever, because we just saw Booker T like in 2021. So, and that one had like Christian and Carlito. So you had a bit bigger one. So, wasn't for me, brother. Wasn't for me. But check out all our content. That was the crux. <laughs> cool. Yeah. Uh, thank you all for joining. Uh, thank you, Chad. Thank you, Chandler, for uh, being on the show. Thank you, Dave. And, uh, yeah, yeah. Thank you, Takeshita. Do- yeah. Uh, glad we're doing this. Uh, but cool, yeah. Thank you out there, everyone. And uh, yeah, that'll do it. Uh, have a good one. And see you next time. Bye. Peace. Bye-bye.